Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, everybody, to the Bishop Kevin Foreman Leadership Podcast. This is really part two of Love Life. Part one, we did of how to pick a winning team. This one is going to be fantastic because we're going to talk about how do you deal with people. It's really part two, but today's leadership talk is going to take us into how do you deal with the three categories of people. And if you remember from part one, I gave you some homework. But before we get into that, let's make sure you are connected to Harvest Search, connected to Bishop Foreman. All you have to do is text the word Harvest to 55498. When you do that, You'll be able to get a menu of a variety of ways that you can connect, get our app. You can join the Harvest Leadership Network. Um, of course, this leadership podcast is really an extension of the Harvest Leadership Network to help leaders go further faster. HLN is all about equipping leaders to seize the harvest and change their regions and the seven spheres of society. So this is for leaders and arts and entertainment, business, education, family, government, and church or spirituality. So if you're a leader in any of those areas, this podcast is going to speak principles that are pragmatic and help you to make progress in whatever it is that you are leading. So again, text Harvest to 55498 to stay connected. I still do one-on-one sessions with executives and leaders, business owners, and people from a variety, a great tapestry, if you will, of backgrounds. And I still do that. So you can avail yourself to that in our app, on our website, as well as when you text Harvest to 55498. I want to also encourage you to make sure that you are faithful to giving. Always bless what blesses you. And if the Bishop Kevin Foreman Leadership Podcast blesses you, I want to challenge you, charge you to sow into it and be a blessing. This is a jubilee year, so I want to challenge you to sow $50, uh, such an insignificant amount of seed for the value that you're going to get um, in this leadership talk today. Uh, and in all of the leadership talks, the entire Bishop Kevin Foreman Leadership Podcast is available to you totally free of charge, minus the fluff. We cut the fat, we get to the meat. And these are not just biblical principles. These are principles that I have used in building um, multiple successful businesses, nonprofits, what have you. These are principles that I know work for a fact and will help you. Let's pray before we jump into today's leadership talk, how to handle people, which is really part two, uh, how to pick a winning team. Father, we bless you. We honor you. Thank you for this amazing leader. Thank you for their life. Thank you for their leadership. I pray that today you'd speak to them pragmatic principles that help them to make progress in what you've called and ordained for them to do. I pray they'd be encouraged. I pray they'd be inspired. I pray they'd be informed. And I pray that this isn't just information, God. I pray that this is revelation for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's go, y'all. 
So if you remember, I gave you three personality types or relationship types because relationships or partnerships or employees or whatever it might be are only as good as the people in them. So milk was number one, wine and poison. To sum it up, milk gets worse over time. Milk spoils over time. Number two, poison. Poison causes death, injury or harm. Number three, wine. It gets better over time. I encourage you to go back and listen to that podcast. I gave you some homework. Do you remember? Your homework was to write down everybody that is subject to your leadership or whatever sphere that is. Now, if you have a much larger organization, you want to just focus on those that are direct reports or people you interact with. All right. And I told you to think hard and be honest about whether or not those individuals are milk, are they wine, or are they poison. Now, for all of the people that are poisonous, and all of the people that are milk, you want to make sure that you address those issues. Now, first, those that are wine, you want to celebrate what you want to see repeated. You always reward, here's the principle, what you want repeated. So those people you identified as wine, you want to let them know that. Thank you. Here are the things that I'm seeing you're doing well, and I want you to do more of that. Rewarding it could be as simply as you speaking that to them. Reward, you may want to give them something monetarily. You want to, may, want to, may want to handwrite them a note. You may want to email them. You reward what you want repeated. Why do you want to pull out these traits in people that are wise? Because you want to make sure that they do not um, mimic the behavior of people who you've identified as poison or people you've identified as milk. And again, if you missed the previous podcast of how to pick a winning a team, you want to go back to that so you understand the dynamics of these three personality types, these three um, individuals that could be in your organization. For those um, that are milk and those that are poison, here's some things you want to look out for. Number one, you want to look out for measurable progress. I read you the scripture from Luke 13, uh, in uh, uh, the previous podcast. And I want to go back to it for just a moment because there's some powerful principles in it. Luke 13, 6-9, NIV reads like this. Then he told this parable. A parable is a story that's used to illustrate a spiritual principle. A man had a fig tree growing in his vineyard and he looked on the fruit, but he did not, he looked um, for fruit on it, but did not find any. So this man is in a leadership position. How do you know? He has a vendor. There's something he's responsible for leading, responsible for also managing. You can um, be a manager and not necessarily be a great leader, but you cannot be a leader and not be a manager. It says, a man had a fig tree growing in his vineyard and he went to look for fruit on it, but did not find any. So what was he doing? He was inspecting what he expected. There's another principle I'll throw at you. You always inspect what you expect from people. Never, ever just take somebody's word for it. Make them verify everything all the time. This will make your organization more efficient. It doesn't mean you don't trust them. It just means we're going to verify. All right. Uh, maybe they made a mistake. Maybe they did it wrong. Maybe there's a way to do it better. Maybe there's something you missed. Maybe you want to augment the process. Okay. Verse seven. So he said to the man who took care of the vineyard, see the leader. Now he's also got someone delegated to be a manager, to be a manager. He says to this manager, for three years, I've been looking for fruit on this fig tree. I haven't found any. This tells us that the manager has an issue. This manager is inefficient because why hasn't the manager seen what the leader saw? Why didn't he see that there's no fruit being generated? He says, for three years now, I've been looking for fruit, results, progress, and I haven't found any. Cut it down. Why should it use up the soil? Verse eight, sir, the man replied. This is the manager of this leader's fig tree. 
Leave it alone for one year and I'll dig around it and fertilize it. If it bears fruit, fine. If not, then let's cut it down. Okay. This illustrates to us an important, an important principle as it relates to leadership, as it relates to management, as it relates to how you deal with people. And then immediately the next verse, it jumps into the next part of the narrative in Jesus' life at that time. So when you're looking at interacting with people and how to handle people, um, one of the things that you want to pay attention to, you, there's, there should be measurable progress. If a person has demonstrated poisonous qualities or milk qualities, where is the progress? There has to be progress. And so I want to give you these four R's in, in evaluating progress in people. Number one is repeat. Proverbs 26, 11. Like a dog that returns to his vomit is a fool who repeats his folly. So whenever you're seeing repeats, you want to address this issue. You want to repeat the good things that you see with wine people. You want to also, though, make sure that you are not allowing people who are wine or excuse me, who are milk or who are poisonous to repeat the same qualities. OK, number two, release. Titus 310 says this for a person or as for a person who stirs up division. And division there means it's someone that specializes in half truths, misimpressions. They're flippant. So they don't take things as serious as they should. All right. Um, after warning him once, then twice, have no more to do with him. This is powerful because the scripture says when you see this type of personality, what you need to do is you need to release them. You release them. This is what it says. Have nothing more to do with them. After warning him once and then twice. So there's a biblical standard here that if you are a person that is stirring up division, you're flipping, you're half, you're telling half truths, misimpressions. The Bible makes it clear. You warn him once and then twice. After that, you release him. Okay. This is how you deal with people. And when you're a leader, you have to get these principles because poison, as you learn, as you learn in really part one, how to pick a winning team. Poison, you cannot control what happens once it's ingested. So this principle really transcends even just leadership. You can put this in your family. Um, you can put this in friends, right? Third thing, reroute. Reroute. Amos 3.3. Do two walk together unless they've agreed to meet. But some people, you need to reroute them. Maybe they're only milk when they're doing certain things, but they're wine when they're doing other things. Maybe they're only poisonous around certain people. So you need to marginalize them, get them away from other people. Some people um, need to be rerouted. You have repeat, you have release, you have reroute. Some people you need to reroute. As a leader, sometimes you're not gonna discover that and discover how a person is truly made until you put them in the environment. But don't wait too long to make an assessment as to which they are. All right. You don't want to spend too much time waiting to make an assessment while damage is being done to your organization. Finally, recognize, repeat, release, reroute, recognize. Uh, how do you know which they are? First Thessalonians 521. But test everything. Listen carefully to this. Um, hold fast or keep what is good. Let's break this verse down. First Thessalonians 521. But test everything. Believe in their patterns not their potential. Believe in their patterns, not their potential. Um, moments misrepresent, but patterns don't. What? How do you see a pattern? That takes a little time. Don't give them too much time. How do you see their pattern? What is their pattern? 
Are they consistent? Do they say what they're going to do? Are you constantly following up with them? Are they constantly causing issues? Are they constantly causing problems? Um, do they add value or are they constantly subtracting value? Do they help you? Do they free your load or do they add stress? Listen, why would you pay somebody to add stress to your life? Why would you have someone on your team who doesn't solve problems, but they only create them? That's foolish. Believe their patterns, not their potential. Here's why, leaders. You'll project who you hope them to be, not the reality of who they are. You will project what you hope them to be and who you hope them to be instead of identifying the reality of who they are. The danger in believing the potential is that just because someone believed in your potential and it worked doesn't mean that you can believe in somebody else's and it will. You are you and that's why you're the leader. All right. Look at the last part of the verse. Hold fast. Keep what is good. This means the Bible says when you find some good patterns and some wine people, you keep them. What does this mean by default? Milk and poison. If we're not seeing progress, I think you better let it go. You have to let them go. You can pray for them. You can love them, but they are distractions to what you are building. I wish somebody would have taught me these principles when I got started in business and ministry and all that. But guess what? That's what you have the Bishop Kevin Former Leadership Podcast for. Repeat, release, reroute, recognize. Father, seal this time. It's a simple lesson, but it's a lesson that gives us practical instructions on what to do with what we have. Personnel, people, processes, product, pricing, all of these things that go into building an organization, which is an organism, because it's a lie. Give us the grace, God, to make the decisions we need to make so we can see progress. In Jesus' name, everybody say it. Amen. Again, I'm going to challenge you to sow today. This is short on purpose so you can spend the majority of your time doing the exercise. Now that you have your list of people that you manage, that you lead, that you oversee, and you've identified them as milk, wine, or poison, now you need to identify what do you need to do. You've got these four R's. What do you need to do with them? I want to make this practical so you can see results. And hey, let me know that you get results. You can always communicate with me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the social medias, you can communicate with us there. Um, and if this podcast blesses you, make sure that you leave a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcast or wherever you're watching this from. And uh, again, I want to challenge you to sow. This is a Jubilee year. 50 is the biblical number of Jubilee. I want to challenge every leader to sow 50. How can you do it? You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman, F-O-R-E-M-A-N, with the number two at the end. You can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Giveify. All of that's available. The key email is hello at harvestchurch.church. Of course, you can use our app and our website, harvestchurch.church. Listen, guys, I love you. I'm excited about your future. Keep leading. I know leadership can be tough. It can be rough. It can be lonely. But look at me. It is worth it. What you're doing is impacting and changing the lives of people. So don't you dare quit. Don't you dare stop. It's all right to have a human moment. It's all right to take a few moments to take a break. Get right back up. Get right back in the ring. And make it happen. Much love. Shalom to you. Love life. Love God. Love God. Love people. Love people. Love life.